0: So number four in the Fast and Furious Files. Would it be five? No, no, you're
1: right. You're right. It is four.
0: We doubled up on the last one. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been a minute. Just had some real life stuff that kind of kept us in from doing these little extra special episodes. We have the time to dedicate to it again, so we're getting back up to speed. So, as always, I'm your host, Patrick. And joining me today is my partner, riding Shotgun. It's Jonathan. And so we're we're getting back to the Fast and Furious Files. Just, just a little, like, a bit of a roadmap that we hope to stick to going forward. Since at the time of this recording, Fast Nine is still slated to come out in May. So what we'll be doing is from here on out, we'll sort of be doubling up on the on the movies per episode and make sure it still comes out in time with the projected release of Fast Nine.
1: Yeah. So let, let's get to this butt fuck movie
0: because uh, we're finally touching the. I would say the first, the crescendo of the series up to this point, and that's Fast Five. Yes. And it's been a long time coming, because we've been wanting to get to this one for a while. Just just a little bit of note up front. This is uh, Fast Furious. Five, or the Rio Heist, as its alternate title is known. Okay. Back in the director seat is Justin Lin, and uh, this was released on April 29th. 2011, which was the 10th anniversary of the original movie's debut.
1: Hell yeah. Which
0: is crazy to think that that when that movie came out Fast and Furious had been out for 10 years
1: and then this year it'll be out for 20 years. Jesus Christ, where is time gone? Because I remember when the first one came out and it was a pretty big deal at least mainstream cinema at the time.
0: Yeah, and like I know with Furious 2009 really sort of rebooted the series and like, it was the most financially successful up to that point and led them to doing Fast Five, which is, like... Basically, the, it was so big that this was a lot of people's first movie that they saw because they they just heard the, the, so much clamor about it. Because this is really the first time in the franchise's history to have, like, positive, like... Ne- like, no, I won't say universal, but, like, a substantial amount of positive acclaim for the movies.
1: Yeah, because, like... And we've talked about it when we covered the first four movies. I mean, I would hesitate to call any of them good. Maybe they're entertaining. I mean, they're definitely entertaining. But yeah, they're definitely. Uh, while like they like, I would throw them up on a Sunday afternoon. You know, while I'm doing chores or something. I mean, they're they're definitely movies I wouldn't want to revisit that much. Maybe two. Cause two's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Or Tokyo Drift, for similar reasons. Yeah. But, like, the first one, and definitely the fourth one, like, the fourth one, was, to me, was just dull. Despite being the, the most
0: technically proficient of the films so,
1: so far. Yeah, it was definitely the best, technically, up to that point, but it was just like, it tried to play it so straight, and it's like, but, it, but a lot of times in series like this where they try to play it straight it kind of highlights how absurd the concept is
0: yeah if you try to take it seriously you realize like you can't take it because it's not realistic
1: yeah it's sort of like when like they try to do realistic comic book movies for instance like i I know the nolan dark knight trilogy is very acclaimed and they're very good movies but like at the same time it kind of highlights how fucking absurd the concept of batman is just like this fucking rich dude who dresses up like a bat and beats the shit out of people
0: yeah so like it's always best when you lean into what your strengths are and it's just bat shit insane action
1: and that's what this entire movie is and it's fucking great honestly and like, four and a half stars i'm i'm already saying it and i think you gave it 5 cuz i recently oh okay i my
0: state of mind in our last viewing definitely influenced that, but it
1: and even sober Pat would say it's no less than four and a half stars. Oh yeah, and I mean, I don't know how other people like sort of rate movies. At least for me, I sort of rate movies based on like what they're going for. Like I wouldn't hold. Like I would probably give this probably the same as like a Charlie Kaufman movie. Yeah. But you know, those are not comparable at all. Because they're going for two completely different things.
0: And and you can you can enjoy it really enjoy something and it'd be just like vastly different in tonality and like substance than like some other movie. And that's equally valid. Because yeah. in the day movies are about entertainment.
1: Yeah. And and I feel like people who just sort of compare every movie to every other movie it kind of hampers your ability to enjoy it. That That's just sort of my opinion because like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, I mean, this movie is like on a technical level. Good. It's like a probably good, like seven out of 10, you know, six out of 10, maybe. But like it go, it just does a bunch of fucking crazy ass bullshit that makes it just so fun and you know, and like you said, it's a lot of the a lot of times movies are just for fun, and
0: it's it's, it's okay if obviously we're very deep early on, but like obviously you don't have to have like someone that something that reinvents the wheel or,
1: or has like some or, or like four D characters, you, you know? Because like, like I mean. <laughs> These characters are real fucking simple. I mean,
0: and sometimes, you know, keep it simple, stupid is, is an adage for a reason. Exactly. You don't have to get worried about all the, all the mussy, fussy, uh, like, layered stories, but we will argue that there's a surprising amount of layers in this film that you may not have realized, of course, we're definitely on
1: a different level of thinking when we watched it. Uh, and, and what Pat means by that, we were ten shots deep while... Watching this movie and we were hooting and hollering.
0: Like we were when we say we were hooting, we were screaming <laughs> because okay, just, just all cards on the table. We we intended when we watched this film for this this viewing that we were going to play a drinking game. Every time they said family, we were going to take a shot. And let's just say we the amount of shots taken for that word
1: versus just for the hell of it vastly overweighs onto the other. Yeah, because. For as much as that's a fucking meme. Only two families in the entire movie. And it, it took an hour and 26 minutes
0: to get to their first family. I call bullshit. Because they were just like, they were fucking rubbing the tip the whole movie. <laughs> just fucking edging. And then like when they finally got it, was like, thank
1: you. Because holy shit. God, you would have thought we were fucking insane. Because every time they would say anything close to family, we would just fucking screech.
0: Just, like, on the edge of our seats, like, say it! Fucking say it!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, and I mean, and and that's not even to say, like, the first time we watched it, you know, back the summer of last year, we were 100% sober, for the most part, and, God, the, the last, like, 20 minutes of this movie, I was just screaming. Because, like... This is probably what we, we watched it the other night. It's probably
0: like my fifth time watching it, and I will say, like, F- Fast and Furious Five was the very first fast movie I ever saw, which I was a wack it for a lot because they just had so much buzz about. It. I watched it on, like fucking TNT, probably. It, it's probably like not. It, it's one of the basic cab- cable channels, I think. Yeah, like it, it's a real simple channel, and I'm just even just being like floored, just like just. The audacity and every level of this movie
1: is unheard of. Oh, capital A audacity.
0: Like, no one had the guts, the balls, or the juz to do what they (laughs) did in this movie before or since.
1: And, and like, I don't want to hype it up too much because I imagine, like, the way we're hyping it up, someone will go into it. It's like, oh, is that it?
0: But it's just, like, obviously, we're very excitable. And, like, we were just, like, just in the moment just enjoying the fucking romp of this thing. And like, what was really thrilling for me is like the very first time we watched it together. Like, it was the first time John seen, it. and just to, to see him react in real time to the the last act of the movie was just a sight to behold. He's just like,
1: "What the fuck!" But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. You know, we we want to go talk about that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we, de- we definitely have to build up to it.
0: Yeah. So this movie picks up immediately after the last movie, Fast and Furious. 2009 where Don is being carted away in a prison bus to the Britain. East. where he died before he went back to, but what's this we see across the horizon. It's it's the Toretto gang It's his sister, his lover, Brian and the Dominican brothers that we never
1: really had any time with. I mean, we really don't still don't, even though they're technically main characters in this movie. Yeah. Like they're just kind of there.
0: We, we got a little taste in the Los Bandoleros, but that's kind of it. Like, you have to go looking for that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's not anything, really.
0: But, and then uh, they had this crazy idea to break Dom out. But what
1: if we just flip the bus? And, and, like, this is just like a tone setter for what the rest of the movie is going to be. Because this bus just does, like, seven fucking flips, but... And like all the and it starts out with like news coverage, you know, it's like, oh, this prison bus, had, you know, done, whatever, you know, flipped like seventeen times, uh, but they they make an, a point and emphasize no one was hurt, even though. But like you, what I shit you not the way, the way this fucking bus flipped, like some someone at least had to die. Like you, you'd be like mush because. N- None of those fucking seats I imagine had a seatbelt.
0: <laughs> they just fucking like a rock tumbler in there.
1: It's a fucking blender. It, or better yet, it's like a, one of those like paint can spinners. Yeah. Where they mix up paint.
0: <laughs> but but the don just
1: dusts himself off and they scoop him up and they hightail it out of there and then it just picks up and they they go their separate ways cuz they're on the run. They're wanted by the FBI. And so, it cuts to sometime later, and Mia and Brian are in Rio de Janeiro. Because I was thinking, I was thinking myself th- today. It's like, okay, like we
0: got to recap this. And I was like, wait, how did they get to Rio? Was that explained? I don't. I think it's just like a cut. Yeah, they, they, it just cuts to because they were in Ca-
1: the Californian desert, and then they're just in Rio, which like. One of the good thing, one of the great things about this movie, kind of unironically, is it is just like the sort of uh, the helicopter sweeping shots of Rio and just how pretty it is. I mean, it is like you do see a lot of the slums, but there is some sort of a beauty in it too. Not to like romanticize poverty or anything. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I guess it's just like the, the scale of it all because Rio yeah. is it is a beautiful way, but it's just like it's just kind of really densely populated, and it's how, like... Like, like everything's structured on these, like, very stratified, like... Mountains, basically. Yeah. And then, of
1: course, you got the the Jesus Christ statue. The
0: the Christ Redeemer, the Cristo, the obligatory Cristo shot. Uh, Oh, I mean,
1: they definitely pull at least the rule of threes in that.
0: Yeah, and what's funny is that... Because the movie was filmed in three places. uh, Rio, Puerto Rico,
1: and, and Atlanta.
0: And... Basically, the only thing they really <laughs> yes,
1: the the Rio de Janeiro, Puerto Rico, and fucking Hot Lana.
0: <laughs> because because really the only things that were filmed in Rio were like the establishing shots. Because, I believe it because when the production team went there scouting, they were like, okay, where are we going to film? They realized we can't film anything here. It's too crowded. It's too unconducive un- to like anything really. So they just had like the big environmental shots. And oh,
1: then, and I imagine too, probably it's probably expensive as shit to film there too, like to get the permits and shit.
0: And plus, that's that's a big reason too, because uh, Puerto Rico gave them like a bunch of tax incentives. Oh yeah, and I'm, I mean that, that's
1: also the reason they probably filmed in Georgia too.
0: Yeah, because I know with Puerto Rico, there's like, hey, we'll cut you a break if you just come go here. You're like, okay. And it is funny, like people have said, if you if you're from Puerto Rico or you're from Rio, Rio de Janeiro, it is like
1: painfully obvious. That most of the film's in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I I can imagine. Like, I mean, like, I'm a dumb American. I didn't fucking... It's like the the
0: tropical southern American country. I mean, we don't know geography because we're dumb Americans. Yeah.
1: But, like, I mean, all I have to say to that, for them not being able to film in Rio de Janeiro, I say they're a bunch of fucking cowards. (laughs) Because fucking Jackie Chan did similar shit in the fucking 80s. And he didn't give no fucks, mm-hmm. and he
0: broke every bone in his body. <laughs> oh, I can imagine,
1: and, and, and all of his crew. <laughs> yeah,
0: so they, they're all <laughs> in it together. And the only thing they filmed, well, the, the last thing they filmed in Atlanta was the uh, was the um, the headquarters shot. where, were like Toretto Gang's hanging out as they planned. Their,
1: the, uh, oh, like that warehouse they're in for a good chunk of the movie because
0: that was a an abandoned train station that they they, they retrofitted into an abandoned. Uh, auto yard for the movie and then that was somewhere in Atlanta. And that that was the last part of the movie film was all the stuff inside there. Yeah. So back to the actual plot, behind the scenes stuff aside, Rio, you know, this massive stratified impoverished city, or Mia and Brian are like climbing around, and it's like, okay, uh, we gotta get through this like uh, favela and then like all these like
1: People come out just strapped with guns, and when we say guns, we're not talking about like side pieces. We're talking about like fucking AK seventy fours and shit. Yeah, like just
0: like full, like semi-automatic, fully automatic weapons. And then, but who should emerge from the rabble but an old face, Mister
1: Mesh Tank Top himself, Vince from the first movie. He's back in living in Rio. Yeah, apparently. Uh, after the he as he explains, after the events of the first movie, um, and sort of the fallout of that, you know, goes Central South America and then ends up finding a wonderful lady and they have kid and and he just stays there.
0: And they, because, you know, uh when you're gone for a long time and you introduce your family, only good things can happen to you.
1: Spoiler. <laughs> but um and then of course, you know, they talk with Vince and then that leads to one last job, which they say that another time in this movie. I think
0: I think they say that in every movie going forward. It's like this is it. We mean it this time.
1: <laughs> okay. I believe it when y'all go to space. God damn it. And uh, allegedly, we're getting space in ten, according to Michelle Rodriguez. I want fucking space. I want fucking mechs. I want fucking Gurren Lagann level. Butt-fucking-sanity, them throwing fucking galaxies at each other. The
0: galaxies are just a, the tires on their god car. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, put it out there. We're going to make an extra Fast and Furious file where we fantasy book uh, the tenth and the final movie.
1: And aren't they splitting it
0: into two as well? Maybe? I, th- that, that was a, a rumor for a minute, but I don't know if that's still... If that's confirmed or not? Yeah.
1: We're, we're, that, that, get, we're would, getting 10, yeah. whether or not
0: we're getting 10 part one, 10 part two. God, part of me just kind of doesn't want this. Tent. <laughs> but I will say we do have, uh, I do have an idea for a sequel, but we'll get to that after a while. They realize, okay, uh, in order for us to, to get around and do what we need to do, we need, we need to get resources. We
1: need to get money. We need to get cars. So th- what they need to do, they're going to rob a train. And this isn't like
0: sticking up a train, you know, with your little six sheeter. No, 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 we're going to steal cars off of a
1: train. Yeah, and so they have this fucking ATV like forklift type platform truck that's just like bumping through the desert. Like, oh my god, their asses have to be on fire. Their bussies must hurt. <laughs> hey
0: guys, welcome to BuzzFeed. Today's list: the top ten safest car for your bussy. <laughs>
1: Coming in at number 10, whatever the fuck this is in Fast Five. <laughs> Needless to say, your bussy will be quite sore in the morning, <laughs> as the suspension on this is shit as fuck. God.
0: Also, side piece, we've been saying bussy at the house like crazy because of that TikTok. <laughs> oh, my pussy, pussy hurts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, we're fucking insane.
0: Uh, but yeah, um, speaking of insanity, uh, they decide to like... like blowed towards the side of this van, this, uh, van, this train off.
1: And then you killed himself when it blows off. Yeah. It about decapitates their fucking ass. I'm like, what the fuck? And, and, and then of course, you know, Dom shows up at this point, he's a part of the deal. But then, uh, the, the shady guys that are with them are up to no good. They, 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 up since some double crossing up for some double crossing and, like, three, like one guy tries to come at, like, Vin Diesel, and he's, like, a third the size of Vin Diesel. I'm like, what the fuck you going to do, bro?
0: Because I will say, every dude in this movie is at minimum 30% more
1: jacked than they were the
0: last time we saw him.
1: And that's saying something, because, like, fucking Vin Diesel's always been a big motherfucker. And then you see, like, Vince, who's like, oh, he's just this twink punk, and he's just fucking jacked. He's pretty jacked. You know, Brian, Brian's put on some LBs of muscle, you know, during the intermittent years. Even though, like, when they when he goes to Vince's place at the beginning of the movie, they kind of imply that they're starving because they haven't eaten in a while. Yeah,
0: because they're just, like, gobbling. But also, that's as a reference, because they hungry. They hungry. That
1: will come back later. Call back. And call forward. Another literary device. I think that's called foreshadowing, Pat. <laughs> but anywho, so... Double cross goes down. They end up getting a couple of cars out. Fucking circuitous, like action scene bullshit. Yeah, where like one dude fucking dies. Oh my god! Like just fucking brutally. Like they throw him off the train as it's going over like an overpass type thing. Yeah, and they just he just hits the fucking railing. Like and just like <laughs> he's just, like dead. He, he, he d d dead. Like fucking exploded. And
0: and so like everybody gets off, so it's uh, so it's only only people left in the in the gang is uh, Dom's on the no Dom's in a car and he got off of, but but Brian's on the little hoopty mystery vehicle with like the the wacky suspension. Okay. Because
1: like, some, something we forgot to mention was that uh, as he's fighting the guy to get control of that vehicle, they run into the fucking train, and it's still going.
0: Yeah, because like the little like, hoopty like crashes onto the train, and it just like. Just can't, and he can't break my stride. Ain't gonna slow me down. And so, like, there's this big, like, intense bro moment where Brian's gotta hop into, through the air
1: into Dom's car. Yeah, while Dom has to jump out of the, the fucking, uh, train car onto the ground in this car. And I'm sorry, that, that fucking car would've crumpled up like fucking aluminum. (laughs) But it, it, not a fucking scratch. So, like, the train goes by, but they but they
0: keep going. So, like, the train goes over another bridge, and they just like, we're just going to yeet this car off of a cliff into a, I would say, two, three hundred foot drop into a ravine full of water.
1: And, like, they really didn't have to. Like, I mean, I think there was enough time for them to, like, make a turn.
0: Yeah, they could have just, like, had just stopped or just literally driven another direction.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, no, they're just – Vin he's like, fuck this shit, man. And then just drives off a cliff, and I guess the car breaks the surface tension so their bones don't turn to jelly. Yeah,
0: because cause as we learned in Mythbusters, if you just had something heavy hit the water before, you you won't be injured. Also, there was a good bit when the car careens off the cliff. You, like, you see, like, uh, Vince, Vin uh, and uh, Paul, like, kind of react as they're, like, falling in the air.
1: Yeah, and they do this like Spider Man pose as they're like falling, like like
0: like they're, like they're bracing themselves. Like, oh wait, we're like we're getting paid millions of dollars to fall off a cliff, but it's still scary. <laughs> yeah. So they, they so they get scooped up by the baddies and get taken to this warehouse where they just get chained up and threatened and and Vince and I, I keep want to say Vince, uh,
1: Vin Diesel.
0: Vin Diesel. He just like
1: whatever, just busts out of these chains with his own god strength. Because apparently he's fucking Superman in this movie. Which, which, granted, he's not the only one.
0: There's there's definitely another person vying for that title. Just a, a
1: jacked to this dude who who just won't take a licking. Yeah, but apparently these cars were owned by the main villain of this movie. That guy really isn't relevant. He's just kind of a plot device.
0: It, yeah, because like,
1: that, that's kind
0: of a thing with the Fast and Furious so far that none of the villains are are threatening or even memorable
1: no i think that changes later on i think because like then they start bringing in like luke evans jason statham but right right now they're kind of just like here is hispanic dudes which you know that that's kind of uncomfortable but you know insert drug lord here yeah it's always some like cartel drug lord dude but uh I don't even remember his name. He's not fucking important. He's just a fucking obstacle. I think his name was like Reyes or something. Yeah, like Herman right. Reyes. So, you know, he intimidates them. They end up escaping. And at this point, because in the scuffle on the train, uh, Reyes' dudes killed three DEA agents. And, you know, they were able to put eyes on, you know, the Toretto gang. And it's like, well, these guys, we got to bring them down. So guess who they send? None other than Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson, the the, the, the sweatiest motherfucker who ever fucking existed. Because he,
0: because even when he's in like nighttime
1: air, air
0: conditioned room, he is just at every moment in this movie just flop
1: sweat. Just like he is a very moist boy. <laughs> like
0: I've halfway expected him just to pull out his towel, just like a mop. He just ha- constantly has a towel because, like, I guess technically. The rock is considered obese because like he's over three hundred pounds of just body mass. Yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter if
1: you're if you're just jello or like pork, either way it's still obese. Yeah, and like I, I read somewhere his like cheat day meal, and it, it's fucking insane. It's like multiple burgers, a whole like large pizza, and a bunch of other shit. I'm like, how the Fuck are you still alive?
0: Yeah, like I feel like it must be physically exhausting just to exist as the rock. Just like the amount of food you have to intake just to be like normal is like far
1: more than any other human being. I mean, I have to say, like, on average, he probably consumes at least four thousand calories a day just to keep up that just fucking brick house of a body. <laughs> but anywho that, that, that leads to the rock them giving the rock the the PG thirteen fuck of the movie. He gets the one fuck. It's like get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, and, and then and then there's this like weird like kind of C or D plot in this movie with this like patrol officer lady. Yeah, that the rock brings in, and he has like a reason for it, but it doesn't really make sense.
0: Yeah, because her name is. Um Elena ne- uh, Neves.
1: And, yeah, and and, and... and, like, the one guy's like, why the fuck are we bringing this, like, low-level, basically, security guard? He's like, I like her
0: smile. So, like, she's the... the, the one lady on his team, and, but, like... But she has, like, this insight, you know? She... she Like, she has, like, this
1: insight, this intuition. Because... because and The Rock fucking sees it because apparently her... Husband was killed by one of Reyes's guys, so she has motivation to take him down. Yeah, it, it it doesn't really make sense, but you know she's there, and you know she's not a bad character. No, she's not. She, I, as far as like female characters in the series, I mean, she. Well,
0: I guess technically she she's some more action than Giselle and Mia do in certain respects. Mia especially, yeah, she's kind of gets sidelined in this movie. Like, she's like the, I'm watching the monitor and on the walkie-talkie telling the boys that shit's going down. So, uh they end up reuniting with Mia and shit. Because and... They, cause they have, like, they have the cars that Reyes was sort of, they, they sold from Reyes, but they were, like, they're full of, like, drug lord microchips.
1: Yeah, that have, like, information of where he keeps his money, like, different storehouses around the, around the, uh, the city and whatnot and event and this and this is where like the movie kind of like events kind of blend together in my mind because then like vince comes back and then kind of like low-key portrays them and then he comes back like in the last act of the movie basically
0: yeah because Vince is like because you know could they get you know kind of caught by like the boogity boos of the of the drug lords team and like Vince, you, like you sold us out, but you didn't really like. Your, like your actions in it unknowingly led to them to get made, and it's sort of they blame him for it. And he's just like, "Oh, well, hold on, bitch! It was all because of you, dumb." And you're like stealing DVDs and like VCR <laughs> players. That fucked up everybody's lives. Those fucking DVD VCR combos. <laughs> we, remember, we were fighting fucking uh, eighteen wheeler drivers with fucking sawed off shotties. It's because of you, Vince. Goddamn, Vince. Yeah. Because like Mia, she's got to live. But the- Vince,
1: we're a family. <laughs> now say greats, bitch.
0: Yeah, that comes later when when uh, he's like, "I I forgive you," uh, and and I,
1: I shit you not like. Vince is the Judas character, and, and I'm just going to say it. This movie is a fucking allegory for the Gospels and early Christianity. Fight me. I'm not going to explain it further. Think for yourself. Fucking Dom, he's Jesus. <laughs> if you want to know more, uh, tip $5 on Kofi. Yes, and then... <laughs>
0: <laughs> after we
1: make it. A- after we make it, and then then we'll make a fucking like three-hour fucking Charlie from Always Sunny corkboard. Just like, this is how this connects. And so, like, um,
0: they have this little spat. Um, Vince throws off the, his fucking mic drop. And he's like, where's Letty, Dom? Where's Letty? And he just leaves. But just like, damn, stone cold.
1: Stone cold. But not Steve Austin. Not Steve Austin. So,
0: the, the, they they, they hatch the hair, bringing it in. What if we just steal all the money from the drug lord, Get the money, and then just go about our way and never do anything criminal
1: related ever again cuz it's like what 10 million dollars or something like that 100 million dollars 100 oh shit yeah. because like w-
0: w- when they get the team in and they, everybody gets their, their chunk of the money everybody gets 10 million apiece
1: yeah and so it it this is basically the avengers of the fast series because we bring in all the greatest hits from all the other movies we got ludicrous we got Tyrese, we got Gal Gadot, and her just, like, no torso-having leg ass. Gal Gadot is 90% leg in this movie. And I will not be convinced otherwise. The Dominican brothers. And we also got Han! And Han! Because, you know, fucking Tokyo Drift is, like... In the future, technically. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sequel?
0: Yeah, because... Like, okay, j- just to show how beloved Han is to the character, they they just inexorably fuck up the timeline. Oh, yeah. Just, just to keep his, like, God bless him
1: for it. But also just, like, would just flagrant disregard for their own continuity. Oh, man. Like, they fucking change fucking... Dom's backstory with his dad in this movie. Yeah, because in the first movie like, yeah, my my dad was an
0: abusive piece of shit. Used to hit me every night and I took the hits from my sister. And then in this movie, it's like, yeah, my dad, he used to help my sister with uh, with her homework. And then he would, when she'd go to bed, he'd read a little head in the book just so he could help her for next week. And it's like, either they retconned their dad being a piece of shit or he's just like
1: misremembering shit because of trauma. Or, hear me out, third option bringing it back to the allegory fucking dom's dad is god <laughs> and, and the the discrepancies between the story are the discrepancies between old testament god and new testament god you know think about it think about it
0: so very real maybe <laughs> so they're like okay we, we got the game together we got to figure out how to to get uh all the money so they're just, they're just like they bust into one of the drug houses. But they don't steal the money. They burn it so they can get him to put all the money into one spot so they can steal it
1: that way. Yeah, but they what they don't count on is that one place being a police station. The police station. And the biggest, acidest safe you ever did see. Yeah, also cap because these cops fucking suck. Because they're all corrupt under this one drug lord's money. Yeah, because this one guy has enough money to put all of Rio
0: de Janeiro under his thumb and pocket. Dun dun So it's they, like, okay, we got we got to figure out how to hack the safe and get in. Good thing our street racer guy Tedge is also secretly world
1: class hacker and like hacker safe, locksmith. Th- bunch of other, like, just, like, computer brain. Like, he's just, like, this fucking genius. And, and they like, kind of, like, acknowledge it. They're like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? He's like, I had a life before that you don't know about. Which and, is,
0: like, which is why we need the Fast and Furious guide Dan series where you have, like, you focus on one character and explain what the fuck they did in between the movies when you weren't looking or before him Because all we knew about Ted before is, like, he had a bad, he was a street racer, had a bad wreck, and he just moved strictly to booking stuff. And now he's just, like,
1: secretly world-class hacker. Hacker man. I'm in. Apparently. And, I mean, if, like, we're going into this new age of media dystopia where everything is just a remake or of a franchise, I mean, might as well make, like, these fucking, like, a Fast and Furious story Tej.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give Tej and uh, Roman a movie together. Oh, man, that would be fucking hilarious. And uh, give Han his own movie because, like, he has just, like, he uses the same line. He's like, "Okay, uh, well, I, we, I need to practice on this safe to know how to get it or not." And then, Han just like in his back pocket has the exact same ten ton rarity safe just plopped into this like warehouse that they're in. It's like, how the fuck did you get that, Han? I had a knife before you met me. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Because like, when you have when you steal the yakuza's money, you can just do
1: whatever the fuck. Apparently, but like also too like. Out of, like, all the characters, like, even the Dominican guys have something to do. Like, Han is just kind of there for most of the plot. And and I don't mind, because... I mean, I just love he, Han being there. He he is the best character in the series. Fighting. I
0: mean, maybe he, he, he gets to buy a safe and he gets to
1: um, he gets to bone fucking Gal Gadot.
0: No, Gal Gadot gets to bone
1: him. I, oh, yeah. Let's be real. Like, she she's fucking topping his ass.
0: Yeah. And it's like she just stands on him with her like six foot long legs and just like she's like, lick it, bitch. For real. And I mean, she's like a fucking foot taller than him, too. <laughs> It's like she's just so like we t- we say it every episode, but like also we're, we're still concerned about the women in the movie because like one they're just all very rail thin and and I'm,
1: we're just it, it just is a little scary thin. Yeah, it's it's not like and, and it's really kind of shitty to criticize because that's like the expectation women have. Mm-hmm. So you know you don't want to criticize something that you know they're being kind of forced to do. But like also too like, honey. Here's a Big Mac and a Snickers, because C- like like, like you're saying, it's not that they're thin; it's like they're like anorexic thin.
0: Women are allowed to have different body types. L- yeah, get and some then, variety. Like I- until they have like some muscle mommies in this franchise, they you know they're, they'll they always be lacking.
1: Well, I mean, I've seen Michelle Rodriguez in the later movies, and that bitch fucking strong tr- shredded.
0: <laughs> okay, so like they they they, they banned this, uh, to to wind their way out. At- so they're like, okay, we we have to say unknown way. Now we just need a fingerprint. So they have the Gal Gadot go bikini mode and then have Herman Reyes just rub up on her booty butt. And they just get a flawless fingerprint from her cloth bikini. Yeah, because that's how that shit works. That they're all touching with their naked hands.
1: Just like, oh, that was on her ass. <laughs> yeah. And then of course that leads to like one of like the main lines of the movies, like so he just slapped the ass and he grabbed on hold of that thing, <laughs> and and that's like a line that comes back, yeah,
0: because uh, because after that, could, yeah, it's starting to blur in my head because like one there there is kind of like a lull in the movie like after the big action scenes they're kind of like them putting the case together, but also we were had invited a lot of Malibu
1: rum, so, like... Yeah, well, well that, and also, too, like, uh, and I will say in the movie's defense, it doesn't have a second act, well, like, a lot of movies of this type do, because even though a lot of the events kind of blur together, I mean, one, we kind of don't have, like, a fucking timeline of events of this fucking movie, but also, too, like, it, it's sort of, like, your general, like, heist movie type plot beats, you know, they they... Lay out the plan. They try to, you know, they test different limits, see how they could get in. You know, they have a plan. The plan goes wrong. They have to revise the plan. That sort of thing. But like, it, it's never really dull. At least my opinion.
0: You no, know, I, I guess what I said, Lowell, maybe that man misspoke, but like, there definitely is a moment where like things kind of, kind of settle down.
1: Yeah, like, it, the, the the, I don't want to say the plot stops, but you know, it's definitely just more just like. Event after event of them trying to figure out how to break into this place
0: but uh, during like all this sort of like them casing and like plotting, you did get you do get you know the bombshell when Mia announces to the group that she's pregnant and, and like at the most inopportune time because like' cause once she finds out when they when they like crash in Vince's house, and then they had this like rip roaring like parkour chase sequence. The oh, familla, man, we totally forgot about that. When, like, the Rock squad, it, like, finds them and it's like, oh, yeah, we chasing all these hoes. And then also the Reyes men are on top of it. So it's like one, like, Rock is trying to chase... Vin Diesel through the, the the street to the rooftop, but also killing the fuck out of some drug lord dudes. Fuck, the fucking rock, like, rips a dude's head off, I swear to God. And just, like, God. like jams a knife through the bottom of some dude's chin. And like,
1: for a PG-13, this movie's pretty gnarly at points. <laughs> and then, like,
0: what I remember reading about that whole rooftop sequence was that, um, one, they had, because they couldn't really film in Rio, they had to, like, retrofit. Like a lot of neighborhoods in Puerto Rico to look like the shanty towns, yeah, in Rio. And plus, they said it was—they said it was extremely difficult to do. Like it took like four weeks to transform Puerto Rico into Rio.
1: Jesus, and
0: like they said, like running across the rooftops with really hard Harkins—one, it's just like the heat was so intense. And, like, everything was slippery, and also, apparently, just a ton of stray animals that they constantly had to run away from and dodge during all the filmings of those scenes. Oh, I I can imagine. Like, a lot of dogs and chickens and shit. And, And also, apparently, during this whole time where, like, Mia and Brian are jumping and bouncing off roofs and falling through buildings, like, at no point did Mia miscarry this fucking baby. She must not be that far along yet. Like, like, they, like little the night before, just like, oh, shit. because They're, like, trying to figure out, oh, Brian, Donald, what we got to do? We got to find a place. We got to hide. We got to run. And she's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs>
1: yeah, and she's like, we got to split up. You know, it's the only way to be safe. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just, just stops everything. It, like, it, 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 literally, the movie just stops, and they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, are you sure? <laughs> What's this blood trail coming out of your back leg? We're not going to talk about that. What's this little bean thing?
0: <laughs> it's okay, babe. Put it back in. A three-second rule.
1: <laughs> Fuck off.
0: <laughs> he fucking said that last night to you. God, I got a good pop out of him too. I don't. I don't apologize for that. God,
1: that was fucking hilarious.
0: So, well, speaking of the Rock, he chased him in the five-day but now he's on him again. Because, like, everybody's out trying to do their their own little shtick, but then The Rock is just, like, just domineering uh, FBI ways on his little uh, hard-working team. Oh, my God, yeah. He fucking runs to the ground. And he's like, oh, fuck, they found us. And then The Rock rolls up, like, 20 deep full of people and then leads to just the this ass fight between The Rock and Vin Diesel.
1: Yeah, and, and w- w- there's a bunch of stuff we skipped over. Like I said, general high stuff doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, this, this fucking brawl is pretty gnarly. Just like, they fucking just man meat, just slapping against each other.
0: Just like, big meaty man bumping meat. Mm-hmm.
1: Fucking, a rock is the sweatiest he is in the entire movie at this point.
0: And then that's why Vance can't get a hold of him, because he's just slipping out of his hands. He's like, he's just slick.
1: He's like a greased pig. <laughs>
0: Well, technically, because he is a cop, a cab.
1: <laughs>
0: so, but apparently, that fight was extremely difficult to shoot. It took like like almost a month of rehearsals, and then it took over a week to film just that
1: fight. Oh, I can, because it's it's long and pretty in in depth. Because they crashed through like fifteen different walls, like fucking two kaiju Kool Aid men,
0: just like busting through the walls. And plus, like, they have, like, these contracts that they, they can they can only take so many licks in a movie.
1: Which is fucking stupid. Because, like, I'm The sorry. Rock's
0: wrestling brain and politicking is just ruined him for action movies. It's just, like, I can only take, like, five real punches
1: or else I'm walking. And then, like, you know... <sighs> it's like, but, bruh, dramatic tension, my man. Yeah, cause, you know... You can, like, just, like, fucking storytelling.
0: And that's how it is, like... Conflict. It, yeah, he, he's, he's so used to being on top in wrestling that, like, he doesn't know what it's like to sell from someone else. It's, it's always mm. shine me up. Exactly. But then, like, he he does kind of get, like, on on the low down, because Vin... Goddamn. Vin Diesel has, like, his fucking wrench. He's like, oh, remember this thing? Remember the time I almost killed the man with the wrench? He goes, whack, almost. But you think he knocks his brain loose. Actually, he misses it the last second. He's like, I
1: ain't gonna do it, man. You ain't worth it. So, anyway, they end up... They end up getting arrested and and on their way back. And then just, they're driving by, and then you just see in the corner of the fucking screen a dude with a fucking RPG just shoots one of the trucks, and shit just goes nuts.
0: And what's funny right before that is that they're in these tiny little hillside streets. It ain't just, like, fucking flying, just, like, literally airborne over these humps and hills. Oh, and these cars don't look real. Like, they look like fucking Hot Wheels. (laughs) Because, like, literally... Like, Rock's car or van that he's in is like like a fucking, like, armored tank. Like a hunk of we- metal just before a little wheel. It's just like, bump, 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 bump. And the rest of these dudes are, are just in, like, Hummers. It's like six, like, the jackedest men ever. Can't even turn their arms or legs. Are just mashed into underarm t-shirts and mashed four deep into a, a minivan. <laughs> and wonder why they couldn't escape when, the, when, the, when they got flipped upside down. Exactly,
1: and then uh, the fucking shit goes loose. Res Man just kills everybody except for the Rock. Yeah, all of Rock's seem dead. They d d dead. Uh, Vin Diesel ends up saving him, and then you know they get back to the warehouse and they're like, "Well, what? Well, what the fuck are we going to do? We can't. We lost our timeline." Well, well, well hold on.
0: We, we get back up because like during the big, the firefight where Vince is. God damn it. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's team helps out. um, Vince gets shot. Oh, yeah, and he dies. He dies. He's like, oh, by the way, man, my son, we named him after you, Nico. And (laughs) And they have
1: to explain how that works. (laughs) It's like,
0: yeah, because your name's Dominic. He's like,
1: but Nico's not (laughs) my (laughs) name.
0: He just fucking dies.
1: Yeah, R.I.P. Kind of a legend, not really.
0: (laughs) And it, it, it was funny that... Like, while we're watching this, like, kind of dramatic moment, we're just like, damn, they got these giant slamming pecs and these white, wet t-shirts. Oh, my God. They they got literal heaving breasts. It's, like, just stat. And plus, every time they, they come into frame, like, their
1: chest hits, it comes out about a second before their head. Oh, yeah. Well, and then, like, in other parts of the movie, like, especially when, like, Brian and Vince are, like, going at it, like, the first thing that pops out is them fuck that fucking chest. Just like... Just, you want to go, bro? Just you, like... chest. <laughs> you want to fucking peg me, bro?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Later. How about right now? Okay, man. It's like, you're just like... You're like <laughs> a belt tie-on over his actual cock.
1: God. <laughs> they fucking take the belt, make a collar out of it, go into town.
0: Because, like, of course, whatever gay tension... and homoerogeny was in the, f- the first few films, it's cranked the fuck up in this one. It's like gay action. I mean, this is part of gay culture at this point. I won't be told otherwise. <laughs> you it's like, you, you see the pantheon of gay movies, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Wan Fu, Fast Five. But I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, that, that's the Mount Rushmore of gay cinema. Hell yes. <laughs> So Vince, R.I.P. They feel like, okay, we can't be fucking around no more.
1: It's it's go time. We gotta get this game in gear. Well, like the their original plan, they can't do anymore. The timeline's fucked, and it's like, oh no, they'll fucking know. Blah, blah, blah. And then The Rock's like, I'll fucking help you this one time. This one time. Because they fucking literally massacred all my dudes. So, like, what the fuck? So so
0: they decide to, like, uh, the, the hell with all this namby-pamby sneaking around shit. We're just going to literally drive his fucking metal tank van through the police station wall and just yank
1: the safe out the wall. I think you're underselling what's happening. They fucking Kool-Aid man through the wall. They get two Dodge Chargers, <laughs> hook up to this safe, <laughs> rip that bitch out of the wall, and then drive it through the streets of Rio while simultaneously using it as a weapon.
0: Somehow, the, the 10-ton safe maneuvers like it weighs nothing, and then <laughs> at the same time, it has, whenever it hits something, it is like full velocity. Because, like, like, we have 10,000 cops chasing them, but also every time they turn a corner, it just whips and destroys
1: everything. Like, it takes out, like, part of a building. Like, anytime it comes in contact with a vehicle, that vehicle's just fucked. <laughs> just, like, crunch. What's,
0: what was that great bit where it's, like, tumbling in over in, like, through, like, a bus station, just, like, smashing people out. Like not smashing people, but smashing the buildings and glass as the people
1: like running for their lives. Yeah, and I remember like the first time watching this. From this point on, I was just screaming because like it doesn't sound that crazy as we're explaining it. It's seeing it in action and and how just butt fucking insane. Because I'm not exaggerating when they say when I say they use this bitch as a fucking weapon.
0: Like Dom. And Brian are just like in like gay lover,
1: just synchronicity.
0: Yeah, they have like psychic link. Where like one will do, they will turn and then like oh, there's a there's a car dominant just like whips and just smashes all these and they just kind of like tag team in and out with this car. And then there's a point where like one's driving forward and one's like just riding just driving in reverse. So it's just like one pulling it and they do the then they, then they do the opposite. And then there's then there's one where they like stop and the cord goes taut and it. Flip some biker off into the air like, I don't know, shatters his legs.
1: Just, bye bitch. All this, like, I mean, we can't explain it. It has to be seen to believe. It it has to be seen. So, but the, it it builds up to the apex where it's on this like long ass bridge. And at this point, fucking Reyes, no nothing villain, he gets fucking ganked by this fucking safe. When they're going down the bridge, this is when they pull out all the stops cars are eating shit,
0: cars are flying. getting smashed, and then Dom, in part of his Christ-like move, self-sacrifices himself, so all the Reyes and the cops will follow after to him, and Brian and Mia can get away, because, like, mm-hmm. all this uh, gobbledygook, and then he just pulls out the wildest shit, just swinging this safe around,
1: smashing cars, fucking slices the top of the car off with the cord. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Then you know ends up killing the villain because well,
0: uh uh rock kills because after like he smashes the the bad guy's car, he jumps out of his car in, in the and his car flies over the bridge in the water yeah. and safe stays but like the 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 one bad guy that always gets away uh the little lieutenant guy yeah he's like i'm gonna shoot him i'm gonna shoot dom, and then Brian pops up and caps him
1: was it Brian or the rock no the Brian
0: shoots the oh, yeah. lieutenant guy, and The Rock shows up and blows him away with his fucking hand cannon.
1: Yeah. At this point, the, the Rock is like, you're still fucking fugitives, but I'll give you a head start. He's like, but you gotta leave the safe here. And they're like, okay. And late. then they leave. And then The Rock and then the the patrol officer lady, they, they open the safe. And much like Jesus' tomb after three days... It's gone. There's it's, it's empty. There's nothing there, and then they, and then they flash back to show how this happened through you, all the carnage.
0: It's like because because you see at one point them go underneath the underpass, passing a garbage truck. Well, what really had happened is that they took the real safe, slid it onto the garbage truck, and then took the fake safe that they bought that was identical to it, strapped it onto. Brian and Dom's car, and they drove off with the empty one while the dump truck went away with the real
1: bitch. And the thing is, it's so fucking good because they set it up earlier with the just fake safe that fucking Han pulls literally out of his ass.
0: So, like, they, they get they get back to their hidey hole. Tez uses his panty hand to unlock the safe, and there it is. A hundred million wing-wangs ready for the taking.
1: That's the first time I've ever heard that term, but alright.
0: <laughs> so, they, they all get their money. And they, they all go their separate ways, and you have this little montage of everybody showing off what they did with their flashy
1: cash. Mm-hmm. You see? And, and then, of course, you know, you know they, they make a reference to Tokyo Drift.
0: But then they also keep the door open enough for, like, we, we got some other shit we might do. It's like Because him and Giselle are just, like, fucking in the car.
1: I mean, she on his car.
0: <laughs> as they're flying down the road at 100 miles per hour it's like, where are we going to go, babe? It's like, I don't know. Let's go
1: to wherever. Madrid or somewhere.
0: And it's like, what about Tokyo? Oh, we'll get there
1: eventually.
0: It's like, look to camera type shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then, you know, it sort of cuts back to uh, Vin and uh, and Paul Walker as, you know, they're on some, like, idyllic tropical beach setting. Fucking Vin Diesel has a new boo thing. Doesn't matter. Letty's coming back in the next one. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah, and, be, and besides, you know, Mia is just a surrogate for Brian and Dom's baby anyway.
1: Exactly. It's
0: like, hey, sis, could you do me a solid and, like, have my boyfriend and my baby? And she's
1: 100% down.
0: Because, like, you know what? my My boyfriend already thinks of you when he bangs me anyway, so what difference does it make? Exactly.
1: And then they have one last race.
0: To see who's the real speed champion. Cut
1: to credits of
0: them like zipping around to the montage of all the places they've been in the movie series up to that point, and then, and then cut to credits. Cue ludicrous song. What was that song called? Furiously dangerous, dangerously furious. It was something
1: weird. Yeah, it was something stupid. But I mean, it was kind of a banger. But uh, but then there's a mid credit scene, a la Marvel. Yep. Fucking Rock sitting at his desk. And then fucking, Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes shows up from Fast and, like, and Furious Two. In case you forgot, Too Fast, Too Furious.
0: And then she's like, "You know, I I got a crazy case of a uh, just wild uh, heist on a train." And it's like, "Was it Toretto gang?" No, I want to hear it. And, and but then he's like, "Do you believe people can come back from the dead?" And then it's like, "What?" Well, she opens up the file and it's fucking Letty. Dun dun dun. She
1: wasn't dead. She wasn't dead at all getting ready for the sequel where where she's like the fucking winter soldier or some shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because like going forward, we're kind of both in uncharted waters because this is the furthest i
1: I've seen in the franchise. Likewise. So it will be interesting to see where this goes.
0: Because I know
1: for a lot of people, uh, the consensus
0: is fast five is kind of the peak, and then like six and seven are, are, Pretty solid, and there's definitely some waffling people who have opinions about eight, but but usually, usually the next like the trilogy of like five to seven is sort of like where it's the, the series is extremely profitable and more or less very positively reviewed. Yeah, I'm very interested to see where they go because. Apparently, they do some shit in 6. It's like, okay, 5 seem pretty realistic. But then, like, they just go really... It seems like they always set the bar for something fucking
1: insane. That's why, allegedly, we're going to space in fucking 10. I'm ready. My my bussy's ready. (laughs) That's fucking wet and quivering.
0: (laughs) Are you mad that my bussy pops severely and your doesn't? (laughs) Uh, But... Yeah, Fast Five. It's a literal hoot and a holler. It has himbo religious allegories, the craziest, audacious action committed to celluloid, and just like giant sweaty chads. I mean, what else can you ask? If you have anything to ask for, uh, keep it to yourself because all those, all your demands have to be unreasonable at this point. Yeah, and they and they they must be fucking horny as shit. So, like, we're really excited to get back on track with the Fast and Furious, and we hope you're ready to re- resume the ride and join us along to the rest of the the journey on the road to Fast Nine. Yes, as we hit the NOS going forward. <laughs> NOS, was, which they only did that once in this movie. Yeah, because uh, I guess they were moving away from like the street racing, so like the NOS isn't as important,
1: but it'll always be important in our heart. But yeah, that's Fast Five that. God, this is fucking great. It's It's so fun.
0: Unabashedly, I love... I I mean, unabashedly love this whole franchise, but then, like, I feel like I can hold that Fast Five at least to somewhat be like, hey, this is actually a solid action movie. Yeah, like, for real. Like, no irony, not that I believe in consuming things, ironically, but, like, this is legitimately fun, and I say good. Y'all don't like it? Tough titties, I guess. So, like... I mean...
1: Needless to say, you sound boring. So on a bad day, this movie's a four point five out of five. Yes, if you're just feeling bad, this movie's butt fucking sane enough. This this will get you pumped up. This will get you high. This you thumping your chest. It will at least get you a little dose of serotonin.
0: Even if you hate it, this is like there's too much crazy in this movie not to be like in, in in some way like entertained or amused. So if for
1: nothing else, the audacity. If nothing else.
0: But uh, also, just thank you all so much for being patient with us as we as we sort of get this uh, series back on track. We appreciate you going back and re-listening to all those old episodes. Those are doing well. We appreciate you still getting enjoyment out of those. And uh, I hope you'll be with us as we go forward. And just want to thank you so much for listening today. You can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, and any RSS feed catcher out there. Be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, all those platforms – helps us out, keeps us up high high in the algorithms, and puts us in front of these people, and we appreciate you when you do that. You can follow us on our socials, on Twitter and Instagram, at AYCH's podcast, on Letterboxd and Facebook, at all you can hear, on Twitch at twitch.tv, slash all you can hear, and YouTube as well, which is also at all you can hear. And lastly, follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Hey, John lost his name in my art on Facebook. Hey, John lost his name, Mark.
1: Um, my name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I 24 and Letterbox at Sun 12 And remember to stay hungry. <laughs>
0: stay hungry, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.